Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home, the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren, styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode. And welcome to Cover Mode with me, Rashan Isaacs. I have two wonderful guests in the studio, one that I've had before, um, but I'll tell you who that is soon. I first wanted to bring my uh, guest that I have on the line. Sinead Surya McKenzie is a South African Muslim revert, mommy everything blogger. And um, that is her modest aisle Instagram description. But I think think we might have lost that corp so we'll get her on very soon in the meantime we also have Mushra Hartley who is the editor of Modest Muse a fashion and lifestyle mobile magazine and newspaper for Muslim women and by Muslim women today Mushra is here to talk about the upcoming event the power of pink assalamu alaikum Mushra assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Rishan. it's a pleasure to be here again yes but just looking at from when I've interviewed you to where you are now and how could I use the word evolved how modest muse has evolved and how you have evolved in the process as well tell me about what has happened since you've last spoken to us wow Rishan it's been four months but we've jam-packed so much in that four months we've so far launched 12 issues of modest muse printed publication alhamdulillah it's been such a fun and joyful journey and it's become a thing people mm. send me their selfies they send <gasps> me their letters they send me their stories they, and i've been so fortunate to be able to share people's life stories with with them um i now have a pool of over 100 contributing writers oh, that's including wow. our readers and I, I just I can't keep up with the Facebook messages, with the WhatsApps, with the it's it's been amazing. And you you, you literally have to keep going. Yep, my just phone is my best friend. <laughs> it was stolen last week, and I felt oh, lost no, no. for about a day. But we we we've got a, a, a substitute in now, <laughs> and I'm back on track. Wonderful. So uh, it's been a great success. Um, it's you've been getting amazing feedback in terms of the readership have have you been able to look at the latest records and how how it's grown our readership is estimated at a hundred thousand because because modest mm -hmm. news is a unique publication whereas a normal community newspaper you'll pick it up yes. um, and you'll read it and you won't share it because you know you're going to get a, a mm -hmm. copy tomorrow or the next week um, modest muses lifestyle news is so unique that they estimate that you share it three or four times oh, before you yes, put it down that's so true with your mom or your sister or now your dad and your uncle <laughs> as well because we've got male selfies coming in oh, so wow. i'm picking up that the male readership is growing as well and also it's very resourceful so it's, it's not that you'd, you'd be reading it over the next two weeks you you'd act, it's a keepsake yes you know a lot of the things in the, in the articles they they are so useful that you you don't want to disperse of it in any way because you need i mean i think i have modest moves piled up at home of every issue <laughs> and, and 
And some readers phone me and they want back copies because they say, I've oh. missed the story of Sedna Asia oh, or wow. Sedna Aisha because our theme for August was Women's Month. So we focused on important Islamic women in history. And they say, I don't have the issue of Khadija. Please send it to me. So oh, while we are at it, you know, I haven't had call-ins for a while. And I see our technician has just lost my eye contact there. But we, we will be taking in call-ins as well. Okay. Um, on 021-442-3530. And the reason why is I think it's a lot of people who probably want to comment on Modest Muse as well and find out about this event that's happening too. So if you feel that, you know, you have a comment or um, you, you want to send us a, an SMS just to comment on the show as well, you can SMS on 47913. That's 47913. Or call Call us on 021-442-3530. I have Mushra Hartley in studio, of the um, the editor of Modest Muse. And we're going to be talking about her upcoming events as well, The Power of Pink. But before we do that, um, I want to welcome onto the line uh, Sinead Suraya McKenzie. Um, she's a South African Muslim revert, mommy, everything blogger. That's the way she describes herself on Modest Isle Instagram uh, description. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Sinead or Suraya. Wa alaikum salam. Suraya, which, which name do you prefer being called by? Um, you know what? Anything, to be honest. My family all call me Sinead and a lot of other people call me Suraya. It doesn't really bother me. So let's go through. One or the other. <laughs> let's go through moving from Sinead to Suraya. How, when did that happen? Um, it happened four years ago. Okay. Uh, I was a very, you know, uh, Christian kind of person. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I was just really in search for the truth, you know, and I signed everything in Islam. So... So how did you find no, Islam? Uh, well, basically, I met my, hus- my husband. A lot of people assume that I converted for my husband. Um, a lot of people assume that in general. They, you know, you, yeah, they do, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's silly because, I mean, you know, you can't do it for a man. No. But no. anyway, I, I did meet him before I became Muslim, though. And I was very um, into my Bible study and always going to church and constantly, like, searching for truth, you know. And when he told me he's Muslim... And I said, but why? <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he just said, but I said, but why? And then he told me and he started explaining things to me. And, you know, suddenly things just became so much clearer. And, you know, once the truth is revealed to you, you can't, you know, you can't deny it anymore. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't, can't look it. back. It's like a cloud has been lifted in some way. Yeah, exactly. So Even the weight of the world of your shoulders oh. has been lifted, everything, you know. <laughs> And yet there's still so much more to understand. Sorry, I didn't hear that? And yet there's still so much more to learn. I know. Every day there's more to learn. Mm -hmm. Every day. Now, you've started this, your Instagram site, Modest Isle. Yes. Right? Um, When did you start that? Because I know a lot of people have been inspired by the pics that you put up and um, just generally what you say that that goes with it. When did you start that? And when did you start realizing that you were an inspiration to many uh, of your followers? I am. Yes, yes. In fact, it was one of your followers that said I should interview you. (laughs) Um, Well, I actually started it about a year ago, just after my baby was born. Uh, basically, you know, you, once you have, once, especially once you have a new baby, you begin to start feeling a little bit um, so tired, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just things in general, like, you know, your body changes and 
things in your life, everything changes. And I was just starting to feel a little bit, uh, you know, the mommy blues. Yes. Oh. So my husband gave me a suggestion of why don't I think, you know, just keep myself busy, to start writing some inspiring things, to, you know, just do anything, whatever I want to do. And that's basically how I started. And <laughs> I don't know, from there, I suppose it just grew and grew and I found a bigger love for it. And I just... I just continued, you know. Here is a question. In fact, it was Noor Mummy, the Instagram site Noor Mummy, that said, I think Rashan Isaacs should interview you. You are so inspiring, Modest Isle. Um, how did you find your way to Islam and how did you embrace the hijab? Well, we, we, and, and immediately, once she tagged me, I had to get a hold of you. And this is the power of social media, I guess, and connecting and people. Uh, yeah, the power um, of social media is amazing. And also, we tend to know each other by our, our, our social media um, uh, tags or um, names, um, which is handles. Thank you. I was looking for the word. Thanks, Musha. Well, I'm thankful that Musha's here. She also knows all the lingo. <laughs> Your social media handle, which is uh, Modest Isle, and obviously I know Nurmami as Nurmami as well. But you've already answered um, how you found your way to Islam. How about how you embraced the hijab? Uh, okay, well, long story short, in the beginning, I really didn't want to, you know, it's mm-hmm. really difficult going your whole life without having to, and then all of a sudden, you accept Islam and you, you know, you've got to start wearing a scarf and, you know, covering your hair and co- I've got to cover my, my arms and shoulders <laughs> and everything. And, uh, and so in the beginning, it, it's really, really, really difficult to start doing, well, for me it was, um, but you know what, I just... I had this, I don't know, I suppose I had this love for Allah that I just decided, you know what, no matter what I want to do or what I don't want to do, the right thing is the right thing, so I better just do it. (laughs) And I just, I I started wearing it, but not very, um, I just kind of loosely traced it over my head, Mm -hmm. you know, in the beginning, but more and more, you know, I started covering more and more, and then... Eventually, I started just not wanting to wear it anymore, but my blog actually helped me to love it once again, because at some stage, I just, I didn't want to wear it anymore, you know, it was just annoying, and the summer is too hot, (laughs) and I I just can't take it, and the way people look at me, because I'm white, and I've got a scarf on, (laughs) it's just annoying, and then I just started, I started like really not enjoying it at all, but then when I started my blog again, and now I just I can't imagine going anywhere without it. And I can't imagine you without it either, because mashallah, you you are a beautiful Muslim inside and oh, out. <laughs> and um, I'm even looking at your Instagram pages as well, and it's just so you know stunning in terms of how you've actually embrace the hijab um, and the clothes that you're wearing so the, the, you've actually also become an inspiration in terms of style and how to wear the hijab oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad to hear that because sometimes i'm not sure and i go out and i think oh do i look okay <laughs> i don't know do i look okay uh, well with six thousand nine hundred and fifty four <laughs> and i see it's going up again um uh, followers it's no wonder that you know people find you inspiring and and, uh, you know, you speak from the heart and I think what you showcase and what you present of yourself is really, it's just you. It's, you know, this is my life. This is, you know, how I adapt every day and how I've embraced Islam. Yeah, definitely. It's, you know, it's a really, really, really 
fun journey to be on. I actually hope that a lot more young Muslim uh, women are inspired to do their own kind of vlogs as well because it really creates a new love for hijab inside of you. It does. And and as you as you said, at the beginning it was a bit difficult because now you also see and understand how you are treated or seen by people who don't wear hijab. And until they actually wear it, they will understand that love that we have for wearing hijab and why it is we wear hijab and and it's it's just simply it's part of who we are it's part of our our modesty part of our makeup yes, in every way it's part of our identity as well it is you know, yes whether a woman is wearing hijab or not wearing hijab we are all on our own journey mm-hmm. you know to find our path to find our right way and you know Everything, just you just got to embrace whatever changes that you feel in your heart that you need to make. And you know what? If you really follow your heart and you do the changes that your heart is telling you to do and that Allah is, you know, really telling you to do, then you will be happy. And do you have a blog or I see you have a YouTube channel? Sorry, what was that? Do you have a blog? Yes. Um, yes, I do have a blog. What it's is, also called Modest Isle. Modest Isle, okay. And um, do you, you? I see you also have a, um, um, a what is it called? A uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, so a YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, yeah, I try. I did start a YouTube <laughs> channel, try. but there's only like two videos on. There. Okay, just, I was just <laughs> checking now because I saw that you had a link uh, to the mute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. your, and I made it. I think about almost a year ago. Oh gosh, I think yeah, you know it, 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 it gets busy with baby. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. We have to make time for everything. Yeah, exactly. So it was a bit difficult, but I mean, I always wanted to start a YouTube channel. Always wanted to start it. Oh. It's just the time and the motivation to do it. Sometimes it gets a little bit much. But once you start it, and once you start recording, it's it's it really it's just it literally takes um, not that much time. It's putting it together. I think. Yeah, no, I think that's the big part, right? Editing it. And then in an opening title of one of your blog posts on Modest Isle, entitled How to Deal with a Woman's Success, that was your last post, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> so I, I just want to quote from that post um, what Surya says. She says, we've all been there trying our best to be the best, only to realize that there will always be someone who seems to be better or doing better than us. We end up comparing ourselves to these women, and this can sometimes lead us to become disappointed in ourselves as we feel we have not accomplished as much as they have. And that is in the Modest Isle um, blog post, How to Deal with a woman's success now you gave a few valuable tips after this opening statement um, could you share a few of those with us here in cover mode uh, sorry could I share a few of them uh, yes because you, you gave a few you know how to handle how to actually deal with other yeah, women's success yeah. and um, I'm staring at one now uh, Mushra Hartley is an amazing individual and there's so many yeah. more that I've also interviewed on this program and this is for me, that's what empowers me. They empower me. Um, and I, I sort of, you know, thrive off or feed off <laughs> their success because it, it, it sort of makes you feel like you're part of a bigger, um, you know, a you, system. yes, a sisterhood. Now you see so many, like these days, there was just recently a hijabi um, makeup model. Mm-hmm. And there was like, there's just all these Muslim women coming around everywhere and everyone's becoming so successful and it's so exciting. It is. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's very sad to see some women just envying other women because of what they have achieved. Yeah. 
you know, when really we should be supporting them and finding empowerment through them. It's that you whole... Know, there's so many inspirational uh, Muslim women out there mm-hmm. that we can look up to and strive to be somewhat like in our own way. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, you know, you must want for yourself, uh, want for others what you want for yourself. And when you really see someone else achieve, um, keeping that in mind as well, you sort of feel like their gain is your gain, that their success is your success, because they really are carrying that flag sort of for women as well. Yeah, definitely. It's It's so difficult for a Muslim woman already to, you know, get into some kind of, limelight or to work with big campaigns and when you see them doing it you know you feel like you are part of that because you are a muslim woman and you are part of that mm-hmm. of that journey beautifully said um so yeah, stay on the line musha is here with me because you just mentioned campaign I'm, i need to go back to the power of pink um, but before we do that, we're going to talk more about the power of pink and what's coming up for Modest Muse. Um, we're going to take a break and we'll chat with uh, Mushabi after. The Voice of the Cave. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is Cover Mode. Assalamu alaikum. This is Cover Mode, and I'm your host, Rashan Isaacs. And I have Mushra Hartley, the editor of Modest Muse, in studio with me. And today, Mushra is here to talk about their upcoming event, The Power of Pink. But just before that, she also told us about what's happening in the world of Modest Muse and how much Modest Muse has grown in, um, you know, in reach uh, among the community as well. If you'd also like to comment in terms of how much you've loved Modest Muse um, and how much you're enjoying it, then please contact us on Zero two one four four two three five three zero or SMS on four seven nine one three. We also have Shanae Suraya McKenzie, who is a South African Muslim revert, mommy everything blogger, as she describes herself, um, on the line, and she was also just talking about you know women empowering women and also just accepting and um, sort of embracing other women's achievements as well. Mushra, you have uh, an upcoming event in October, and October being the month, uh, Women's uh, Breast Cancer Month as well. Tell us more about this uh, event coming up. So before I tell you about the event, let me just tell you about this evolution that you touched oh, on yes. earlier. So Modest Muse, two and a half years ago, started as an online site. Then it transformed or evolved to a print publication in Cape Town, Western Cape, only looking towards hopefully printing nationally. Inshallah. Um, mm-hmm. Inshallah. And we print um, 30,000 copies a month and we distribute to all the predominantly Muslim areas. And then we've recently started a talk show. Um, yes. In collaboration with Teen TV. And now we live online because the programs live on YouTube. So we've got a YouTube channel. So with it has Teen a long TV. life, yeah. Inshallah. <laughs> um, and then we thought about where else can we extend the brand to? What else do our readers want? So it's all about the content and where they want it. So we've mm-hmm. gone digital, we've gone print, we're now online with these videos with the talk show. And now we thought, what else do our readers want? And we thought, Hey, let's celebrate these women that's reading this paper. Let's celebrate that we've um, we've evolved and we've got so many readers and we've it's become a thing to send a selfie to Modest Me. <laughs> let's take all those readers and tell them 
let's celebrate with us. Um, we p- strategically selected October as our event month because October is cancer month. Mm-hmm. Breast cancer is the biggest, the the fastest growing cancer within within South Africa, within the world, and the breast cancer is. Rushan's taking a photo of me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, breast cancer, besides it being the fastest growing cancer, it's also um, very close to my heart as both my grandmother and great-grandmother have had double mastectomies. So my sisters and I and my mom, we always have to go and have our checkups. So there's always that thing of, oh my gosh, if I find a lump, is it cancerous, is it not? Um, My one sister has had a growth removed. So it's it's a cause close to my heart. And... We thought, let's celebrate and teach these women, empower them with knowledge at the event of how to do a self-examination. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a plastic surgeon there talking about what happens after, mm-hmm. you know, what happens after the therapy and the treatments and how do I... Yeah, we were just talking about that in the week. You know, we, they, we, people always talk about the operation or whatever was a success. Mm. But the after effects... You've kind of lost your femininity. Yes, we we, we never discussed the after Mm. effects and what we have to live with afterwards. Yeah. Mm. So we're going to have people from oncology there, uh, um, double mastectomy survivor as well, talking about her experience. So it's a very empowering event. But of course, there's the the frills also, the Mm -hmm. entertainment, a little bit of food, a little bit of fashion. (laughs) Everything that Modest Muse encompasses in terms of lifestyle content is what's going to be at the event. And also not forgetting the goodie bag. It's Mm. all about leaving with something (laughs) like a treat. Um, and that's what we have in store for our readers. Our tickets are available on CompuTicket. They're for sale right now as we speak. So please go and buy your tickets. Bring your girlfriends along. And I'm looking forward to meeting our readers and celebrating with them. Amen. Then, you know, Dr. Naran Abdurrahman gave us a few facts last year on breast cancer. And she said breast cancer is the second most common cancer in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And according to the National Cancer Registry in 2007, the lifetime risk of all females in South Africa for developing breast cancer is 1 in 35. So the lifetime risk of females in the in first world countries such as the UK is 1 in 9. So it's it's you know and I mean Rashan it's become very close to home mm-hmm. these days. I mean you everybody every woman you ask knows someone a friend, a cousin, uh, a family member or a fr- someone very close to them. It's not it's not anymore oh it's someone that I heard of. It's very close to home. So we need to become aware. We need to make our daughters aware and we need to be empowered with knowledge of how to how to treat this, how to mm-hmm. become aware, how to stop, how to prevent. Yes, and even when we look at what causes breast cancer, um, most women will never be able to find the exact cause. However, we do know that women with certain risk factors have an increased um, chance of getting breast cancer. And just to mention, some of those risk factors um, are are divided into both genetic and then environmental factors. And when we look at just genetic factors, we look at age, we look at gender, family history, as you've mentioned, Mm -hmm. genetic factors um, like mutations in certain genes, um, menstrual and reproductive history, dense breast tissue, personal history of breast cancer, race or ethnicity. And then obviously we'll go into environmental factors like your radiation um, to the chest before age 30 Mm -hmm. and combined 
and hormone replacement therapy, lack of exercise, being overweight, smoking, alcohol consumption, poor diet, no breastfeeding. Um, we do have some women who, who decide mm. not to. But these are all factors that, you know, could lead to breast cancer. So there's a lot to learn, and I'm sure that we'll probably call you in in October as well, along with some of these, um, you know, doctors or people that work within the, the breast cancer units to just um, enlighten us on, you know, the path. Mm. Um, that these, in fact, a lot of cancer uh, survivors, their stories alone are so, um, you know, they, they, they literally um, open your eyes mm. and uh, you learn through their experience because we can never know for sure how, you know, what they go through or how they deal with it. And um, each, each story is unique. What we're going to do within the public, printed publication of Modest Muse in the month of October is share real stories of mm -hmm. survival. What got those women through? What I what I see as a common trait of chatting to these women is the support. You need to have support. You need to have your family to, to be there, your husband as your rock. You really need support when going through this. True. Um, Musha, I just had a question here on um, the SMS line. Where does one find the magazine? I don't know if you remember, if you know all the places out of your head. So there are over <laughs> 40 distribution points. Um, they, I'll cover the, the bigger ones. There are the, the Halal Spurs. There is Islamia School, Mohammedia School, um, Rahmania School, the Medina Institute. We've got places strategically placed in all the predominantly Muslim areas. So if you go on our Facebook, the list of distributors are there. And also you can send us a message and tell us which area you're in and we will reply with the closest point to you. And what is that Facebook, um, you know, I mean, Modest Muse? The, you know. the, the Facebook page is just mm -hmm. called Modest Muse, yes. All right. We still have Shanae on the line. Suraya, assalamu alaikum. Well, you still <laughs> haven't forgotten about you. The subject here is also just as interesting. Um, who have you featured on your blog? And um, have you interviewed any, any cancer patients as yet? Or survivors? I, I, haven't, I haven't done any interviews, but I do have a feature page on my blog where you can send through your, your own social media accounts. Your own, you can write a short blog and just put like three to four pictures together. Mm -hmm. And I, can actually, I actually feature young girls on my blog. You know, just to get them exposed as well, because it's so nice to to allow everybody to have the exposure. And your blog, it's a modest fashion blog page. In fact, this is, is I think it's in your about section, a modest fashion blog page and platform for spreading the growing trend of modest fashion by noticing and featuring amazing women from around the world, no matter their age, race, religion or culture, who are inspired yeah. and inspire others through fashion with a modest touch. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I featured girls from I featured a girl from the Netherlands. I featured a girl from uh, America. You know, all over the world. It doesn't matter. Just you know, get yourself exposed. Well, there's no harm. I mean, it's free. There's no harm in it. <laughs> and uh, you said that you know you're quite busy and everything at the moment. Are you only posting to Instagram at the moment, or what can we expect next on your blog? Um. At the moment, I'm just on Instagram. I have, I, I only, I put up, I put things up on my blog, you know, every now and then, because I'm also busy working and got baby and so on and so forth. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do feature. How old on is my your blog. baby? Oh, she's only twenty months old. Oh, okay, yes, no, yeah. they, they can still be. She's the baby, but she's not baby. Ah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching those toddler age, that toddler age. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, yeah, but in between. And, you know, how do you hope to, to continue inspiring people? Oh, you know, I just hope that, you know, I actually didn't know that I was such an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> because I really, I'm just normal. I'm just normal mom at home, carrying on, doing my work. <laughs> well, it just you know, goes to show, I'm, Mushra, but, is that... Yeah? When you, when you look at what um, Modest Al shares mm-hmm. on her Instagram or even on her blog, and just in the way she's speaking, it just shows that when you look at Modest Muse as well, people want real people information, you know, and it's not about reality TV, mm-hmm. you know, like we watch those shows. It's nothing like that. It's sort of this authentic um, self, and, and we, we somehow resonate with that um, as women, and that is what appeals, um, what is so appealing about Modest Muse, about Modest Isle, Modesty, uh, your, about your, um, your blog as well, Suraya. Yeah. What, yeah, no, what I really, find, um, you know, I, I myself, you know, connect a lot more with people who, you know, you go through real life situations, you know, it's not like a, it's not like you're putting on a show. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's real. You know, like how do you deal with everyday, everyday problems, everyday things and challenges that we as people who dress modestly go through? You know, you don't find that from big celebrities. No, no, you <laughs> don't. You'd, follow. you'd find it from average, normal people. So we've got a section in Modest Muse called Our Muse of the Week where we feature a phenomenal woman doing great things in business, in the community, also to create that sense of sisterhood. And a lot of times when these muses send me their stories, then they say, please, you edit it for me, or or, can you write the story for me? And my reply to them is, no one else can write your story Uh but you. Mm -hmm. And what I pick up is that our readers, they resonate with these stories because they can see it's written from the heart, and it's real, and it's raw. And this is why they keep they keep reading because it's real, it's authentic. I guess that's also why the whole you know the blogging became so, so viral um, mm. because people were representing themselves through this blog, and by representing themselves through their blogs, they were actually reaching other real women who who go through exactly the same circumstances which made it um so much more you know reality based it's like oh this is real this happens i have issues with how do i manage this and and cook and look after my kid at the same time where do you put your child in fact what you had something about a driver the driving the driver's seat how do you keep your child in the driver's seat in the car Yeah, I go through that every day I'm in the car. <laughs> so there's lots of ways that we also share our advice with each mm-hmm. other. So even though we are blogging, it's not only about inspiring others, but it's also seeking advice from other um, women or, or just the, the public in general. Do you know what I think it yeah, is, Roshan? Yeah. I think we're looking for real role models. We're tired of looking up to celebrities that are photoshopped, that are um, skinnier than Mm -hmm. they need to be. We are looking for real role models that we can relate to, that we can identify with. And these bloggers, um, like the guests you have online, they're real and they're raw and they Mm -hmm. are who they are um, with no excuses. And we just love that. 
And I think I'll end on that note. You know, creating spaces that empower other women is the common theme of today. Mm. Um, you know, we, in fact, I'm interviewing role models here. <laughs> Mushra and uh, Sureya mm. on the line. Shukran so much to both of you for coming. Um, just a reminder that The Power of Pink is happening in October. Go online to um, the Modest Muse Facebook page and they have a big po- poster up there which will give you all the details. And in to compute ticket. And to compute ticket. But I think you actually have a link on there as yes. well. So that's why it's easier. Go one stop shop and <laughs> find your ticket there. And uh, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be an awesome event. And I do wish you the best of success with it because Modest Muse is something that has been needed for a very long time with among our women as well. Shukran Roshan, an absolute pleasure to be here always. And shukran to you, Sureya. And uh, oh, shukran I, to you for having me. <laughs> and please continue inspiring us. I'll be keeping an eye out on your blog and on, on your Instagram. Um, I think I'm already following you and reading um, up on what you're doing as well. And I'll try and share some of my advice if I can, or try and peek into yours, and hopefully you can I can get some advice off your blog. <laughs> Oh, shukran. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, really. Afwan. <laughs> so shukran to both my guests, Mishra Hartley and Sareya McKenzie. Um, and thank you for gracing us with your presence. Assalamu alaikum till, till next Monday, inshallah.